1: SEM Breakfast, great to have your company on this 24th day of January. In the McCafe menu, of course, they remain. They will always be our official coffee partner. Johnny Millman's going to join us, recently retired, now Channel 9 tennis expert. Stewie McSwain, Australian middle-distance star, is going to jump on the blower as well later on in the show. Brett Phillips with an Australian Open update, I'm sure as comprehensive as always from BP. Did they dodge a bullet last night with the scheduling Perhaps so. Questions without notice. Great pleasure to be here alongside my old mate He's Kane Corns. Kano he
0: is back. Oh, gee whiz! You must have some war stories for us,
1: mate. Never. Because
0: one minute you were cruising through the Adelaide Hills at a record-setting pace on your push bike, oh. next minute. You're on your deathbed. Never. What and
1: I, I must apologise to you because I'm there at Adelaide Airport. The flight had been delayed several hours, mind you. So I'd had pages of notes ready for Monday. I'm watching the Demon kicking back with a few of my mates. And, yeah, we'd been over there for two and down under, and that was awesome. Within the space of 45 minutes, I went from feeling cherry ripe. I was bemoaning the fact the flight was delayed and I was going to have about four hours sleep to barely being able to sit up straight. And right. uh, I when had. When did
0: you know you were in trouble?
1: I'd had a, a Palmer, and it couldn't have been, or well, Palmy. They looked at me funny when I said Palmer. That's a whole other story with canvas many times. Um, <laughs> but it couldn't have been that. Oh, and, and just a, a, an ale, just to wash it down. And, at the uh, airport? At the airport. And within about 45 minutes of that meal, now as I say, it couldn't have been that meal, but we're using time as a guide. Within 45 minutes, I thought, oh, something's not right here. I started with a bit of a cramp, a mm. bit of a headache. Oh, this isn't, mm. isn't good. And then I thought, oh, I'm in real trouble here. And the flight was about half an hour from boarding. I thought, oh, I might have to go and do a, you know, the kids listening this morning will, will know this, a tactical spew. So uh, I've departed. And uh, I don't know how much detail is really relevant here or how much you nah. want to know, other than to say I was very, very sick. And it was upon my... So what my... was the
0: flight like? Well, tell oh, me about the. Gruesome. Was the but nightmare. before we get
1: to the flight, I thought I need to time this right. Because if there's a worse place to get gastro than a plane, I don't know what it is. I don't want oh. it on there. So I'm I'm hunched over and, and hustling to the toilet for the final time in the terminal. And this big guy's coming from the right just as we, we get to the toilet. I thought, Gee, there's a big guy. And I've looked, I just sort of looked up at him. I thought, that looks like Cam Green. Can't be Cam Green. I'm delirious. Sort of put my head down again and he's come in front of me. And, he, and sure enough, I see the Australian backpack and his accreditation hanging out Cam Green. As we go to the toilet together, I'm thinking, if I give him gastro. I
0: can't.
1: <laughs> Please don't give Please. Cam Green gastro. Can't. Kane will never forgive he me. Or maybe he will. He's help he can get. <laughs> exactly. he need gastro as well. Thankfully, he went to the urinal. I went to the obviously the other yeah. facility. Uh but uh no on the on the plane cane. Never, never if anyone's had gassed on a plane you have <laughs> my all my sympathies because it was the flight from hell. How did I, you survive that? I, I barely did. They had to um did, they, oh,
0: did the staff know? Not, the, not until the end. Now, I'd made a know? few,
1: I got about halfway through the flight and I was in agony the whole time, but I got about halfway through the flight before I I just can't hold it anymore. Now, thankfully, I was seated towards the rear and being a late flight, I think most people were just asleep yeah. and the, the lavatory was empty. So I've bolted, you know, a couple of visits. In, in the end, I thought if I time it right, I won't have to, I'll get to the terminal in Melbourne, but no. The seatbelt sign comes on. We're about two minutes away from landing. I'm not going to get there. Trouble. So I've run to the and they're harnessed in by this point. The stewards and they're like, mate, you can't come in here. I said, I'm coming in. You're opening it up. So they've had to, they've had to. It's locked. So they've had to get the special skeleton key out and <laughs> unlock the. It's a and then there's a banging on the door. Sir, we're 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 going to land the plane. You have to come out. I said, nah, not happening. No. You- you have to come out. We're trying to land the plane. I said, No, it's not you happening. He
0: sat on the toilet for the landing. Because, Kane, you don't appreciate it. I, I, do, <laughs> I do appreciate it, but I've never heard anything. Well, like I tried. It In
1: the end, they're saying, We will open the door because the pilot won't be able to land unless you come out. And I'm thinking, Oh, no. They said, We've got a bag. And then I'm thinking, Well, I have to sit next to some poor sap. Uh, I don't want him to, you know. And they said, There's a spare seat by the toilet here. Out you come. So I've come out. Oh, God, it was horrific. Anyways, first off, hustling across the runway. By this point, I'm freezing, mind you. I'm shivering yeah. like a leaf. Uh, got me across the runway, into the terminal, straight back into the... T- anyway, it was, it, the old mate in the Uber, how his upholstery survived, on, I'll never know. But uh, So
0: you've infected a whole flight from Adelaide to Melbourne with gastro, the poor Uber <laughs> driver. And when did you decide to send the message that you weren't coming in?
1: No, that was, that was after my tactical at, uh, yeah. at the airport. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all I was right. still at the airport at that stage. Because um, I didn't receive the message. No, you were probably tucked up in bed. That's when all <laughs> smart people.
0: On my way to oh. work.
1: <laughs> I, put, uh, uh, I put a sour end to an otherwise awesome trip, but I uh, loved Adelaide, loved the city. Had a great time. They do turn it on for tour down under, and the weather was great. Went to a beautiful town. Strathalbyn. you would have been there. Yeah, nice. What a beautiful town yeah. that is out there in the south So you enjoyed the... yourself. Had until... a great time. Yeah, right mm. until the end. I never had anything like it, so I apologise. Um, it's just no, there's nothing you can do. It. Forty minutes, obviously pick something up off a surface, or that I'm is not a sure. War story, but I mean locked up in the spare room you look at good home. Now. Yeah, I feel good now. I've lost. I'm at race weight. I can assure you, <laughs> I'm as thin as I've been for years at the moment. <laughs> but anyway, oh, oh. boy, yeah, uh, coming off the text tour down Chunder. But the, <laughs> the, the least amount of detail we probably give in. I've probably already oh, tipped I'll over. Fear! into that part of it uh, too much. Anyway, so uh, I apologise for leaving you in the lurch, but I heard uh, Derm on briefly yesterday. So uh, no, uh, thanks for Derm for stepping Derm in.
0: Magnificent, was uh, magnificent. Told some great stories. You start for the tennis last night. I mean, it didn't finish until 125. As you said, they dodged an oh, absolute bullet last night.
1: The scheduling, when Novak came on late, I thought they were in awful trouble. And when the first set went for longest set of the tournament, wasn't it? An hour and whatever yeah. it was. I thought they were in huge trouble. Sinner and Rublev... Are going to be pitting off at four,
0: so I want to speak about this after seven o'clock. But uh, w- what a nightmare it is for the Australian Open, albeit it could have could have been worse if the Sabalenka match had have gone longer. She cruised through pretty comfortably in 71 minutes. And the Sinner and Rublev match only went for two hours and 39 minutes. It still finished at 1.25 a.m. Mm. They had legends doubles at 12, meaning the Coco golf match started during the day later. And that was an absolute epic. Their first set uh, went to a tiebreak and went forever. So it meant the Novak was on late. You mentioned his first uh, game of the first uh, set went for, forever. And then the night session was delayed by two hours and it didn't finish until 1.25 a.m. But it, yeah. they could be just finishing now. I well, they were lucky,
1: really lucky Sabalenka oh, made light work of her it? match. That was a 1.10 uh, a.m. finish in the end for, for Sina Rublev. Could have been a heck of a lot worse. Uh, we've we've had threes, we've had 4 a.m.s over the journey. So you've got that on your agenda. I know you've got Glenn Maxwell on as well. He had his own issues in Adelaide. Thankfully, I wasn't hospitalized.
0: Adelaide sorted a few people cla- out. Claimed a it? few
1: victims, Adelaide. It was warm over there, by the way. But um, <laughs> no, he had a different issue to me. You know, his was, uh, it would appear largely self-inflicted. There's probably still a few details missing. But I guess the issue that we've all got observing it is, Kane, is that these things are starting to add up now, which I know you want to address later on. Yeah,
0: no, you just things happen to Glenn Maxwell that shouldn't really be happening to adults, particularly 35-year-old elite yeah. athletes. And there's enough of them now. you're going to, Something's just not quite right uh, with Glenn Maxwell. We'll speak about that after 7 o'clock. And I woke up to the news this morning about Stevie J involved in a yes life-threatening incident. Got that
1: in our news rundown later on. Yeah. A story by Jay Clark in the in the Herald Sun. He was hospitalised up in Wangaratta last night. He'd uh, a knife th- through his stomach through a bag that he was carrying while he was trying to open a gate to his property and mm. um, suffered some damage to his bladder and internal organs and said to be a life-threatening situation that. Uh, Thankfully, he's going to have a happy ending by virtue of a a neighbour who is a nurse up there in the northeast of Victoria. So, boy, oh boy, horrible luck. But then also um, in the right place at the right time, given the assistance that would appear Steve Johnson, the Geelong great has received and he's going to be okay. But uh, that's a terrible turn of events up there, Kane. So, yeah, a few people have done themselves a mischief. Yeah,
0: I couldn't believe that when I saw that. So, it sounds like one of those bizarre sort of freak accidents and you're right it was lucky that there was a nurse there so thoughts with stevie J, who had surgery is set to make a full recovery which is the good news but it could have been Hmm. nasty a lot of blood loss and um felt like he had some good help around him so yeah there's some uh some war stories happening here this morning
1: tom in geelong usually it's the other way around and people are throwing up on the way to adelaide just (laughs) at the thought of having to go there tom i couldn't disagree with you more kane's part of the world is magnificent, and uh, we had an awesome time. Uh, Tell me was, about it. was, the was oh, well, was well, well. one of the highlights was coming back from Wollonga. How hot was it on the Saturday? Mm. And we had to it was ride back there. Yesterday. That, was Gee, that was a few, that was was beautiful. I had, had some nice meals in town. Fugazi, have you ever been there? In yep. Beautiful little Italian place. Uh, 2kW, which I think is a nice uh, rooftop right, bar.
0: That's just right yeah. there. 2kW. I exactly walked past <laughs> the opposite of where I'm sitting right now. I
1: walked past the studio there oh, I thought, no nope, blinkers yeah. on, not looking at that, not <laughs> at that. Uh, But no, East End Cellars, nice spot as well. Yeah, we had a we had a good time, mate. It was, yeah. uh, it was and really the racing good. was good. Racing was good. Yeah, not not the most high profile of winners, and unfortunately Luke Plapp, who we might have on the show later on this week. Triple Australian road champion, crashed out with one of the worst, speaking of people doing themselves a mischief in Adelaide, you've never seen a man take more skin off his oh, back. I did
0: see that, it was the front page of the paper. Yeah, that was yeah.
1: horrific, a high speed crash from him and it does claim a few victims The racing's intense first race of the year, everyone's pretty nervous and uh, often at high speeds uh, coming off places like the Gorge Road and, and whatnot outside Adelaide. So thoughts with him because he did himself um, yeah, some serious damage but... I've got a recommendation for you because I know you like them. While I was laid up at home, I saw a movie. 2016, this came out. So I'm slow to the party. I missed it. But it is an absolute cracker. I think it's just dropped on Netflix. Many people would have seen it, but it's called Hell or High Water. Have you seen that? A pair of farmers turned robbers. No,
0: I saw it come up on Netflix and I was like, what is this new movie?
1: Because you never know, especially the old ones, are they any good or are they just duds who have now dropped... But I did a bit of research, good ratings, might have won an award or two. Put it on your list. It's a cracker. West Texas, great scenery, a brooding sort of a show. Uh, Jeff Bridges, as the crusty old popper, is immense. He's an awesome character. Great soundtrack. Put It on your hit list, I was really pleased. I'm glad Lisa,
0: I because I read the the blurb if that's what they call it for a movie. I don't think that's what they call it, it's more of a book. But um, I thought, yeah, that, that sounds a bit, bit of bank robbery
1: stuff yeah. happening, yeah. Um, you, bit think, of violence, oh, so. you know? Well worn, no, well worn script, good. but awesome, awesome movie. And I did see something from you over the way, I know you've addressed this many times, but it's funny <laughs> the things that pop up on your Instagram. And you you responded to this one as well. The old most disrespectful celebration popped up. You giving the big fat birds a Collingwood back in the day. <laughs> the the
0: that... most it is the most <laughs> disrespectful celebration. Why did that ever. pop up? It was the one of the worst moments of my football career. Um, so it was early my career. Brody, Brody Holland his, came yeah. after you. Brody Holland well, he was the one that I was responding to, he's been giving it to me all day. Like I was a young player and not sort of familiar with the trash talk on field. All day he was at me. He's talking about my old man and all this and just getting getting stuck into me. And then after the game, that was the emotion that came out after I think Big Anthony Rocker missed a, a goal late and, and we won a Friday night game in Adelaide. We wore this horrible green strip because, surprise, surprise, Collingwood didn't have a clash strip and, and wouldn't wear another Guernsey. So we were forced to at home wear that. And then luckily there wasn't quite the media coverage that there was back then, but oh. it was a Friday night game. So a couple of the Sun, I think the Sunday footy show replayed it. And then on the Monday, Mark Williams made me get up and apologize to the whole team. Oh, he said, wow. what would have happened if you'd given away a free kick? And then they had a shot for goal from the top of the goal square. I stressed all weekend. I was like in all sorts over a little, and didn't get any sanction from the AFL or anything, but uh yeah, once again, I, I apologize for my actions. It was, it
1: was extraordinary. It's oh, funny now,
0: though. Oh, it I is funny, funny now. What, what now.
1: made me chuckle was, I was yeah. over there in Adelaide, and it's randomly popped up on my feed, and your emoji, you're like, oh, I don't know, sort of emoji. And <laughs> I'm thinking, here? what would a current-day Cane Corns oh. say about that now in 2024? No, like, well, that's
0: what's happened, because people, <laughs> have, people have done TikTok videos of me saying right. um, about Jack Ginneman after the game. Know, just be humble and, and have some respect and, right. and earn, earn the respect. <laughs> Sorry. And then they've, yep. they've stitched that audio of, of me saying that have. into the video of me giving oh. the finger. But, yeah, just because you haven't made errors before doesn't mean you can't have an opinion on, on current day events. And, and as I've said, that was a, a big regret of mine. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> It's funny to look back on now, but I, I can tell you a young Kane Corns was just stressing all weekend, oh, what have I done here? This is the dumbest thing I've ever done. Oh,
1: the emotion of the game, isn't it? Yeah, this is, it. this is what that's happens it. to players. Yeah, you get know. caught up in it, which you can understand sometimes. Hey, uh, before we get to the break, GWS, they have and I think you've spoken about this man when uh, fabulous Phil Davis was was filling in for me. The social and content leader of the Giants is a guy by the name of Jacob Gaynor. And in fact, upon further research, he is last year's staff member of the year. At GWS, as he was named, officially. Was he? And I can see b- why. As voted by well, the other uh, giant by, staff. By management. Right. Because uh, he's delivered another absolute cracker. <laughs> and he's not scared to wade into deep water and, and take the players with him. Um what can only be described as a cheeky response. Many people would have seen this. The Giants retweeted Collingwood's video of, you know, Jeremy Howe and the indoor facility that I know you spoke about yep. yesterday with Matisse uh, Leatherbarrow, who is uh, a GWS netballer, and their AFLW, uh, AFL midfielder, of course, Finn Callahan, their young gun, both giving the thumbs up with the <laughs> caption, looks good, to Collingwood's tweet, <laughs> which was a real crack at the, at the pies. I thought it was brilliant from the Giants.
0: He was brilliant, and he's now building his own profile. As so I want to
1: get him on, yeah, but I don't so think I've, they're going to let him on. Are they? I've
0: asked. Well, he's starting to show a bit more of his personality on his own who, social media. Who was the um, guy who
1: used to do the dogs uh, banner back in the day? He's a Danny McGinley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he does. Danny, who who created a real cult following for his clever and pointed. Uh, sayings on the on the dogs banners. Ooh, old Jacobs creating a real wave. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying
0: to I'm trying to get him on. Uh, the, the pies fans weren't happy with it, but I mean it's good. And now there's everyone else stepping it up as well. I think one of the good yep. advancements has been the quality content that each club is delivering. The Giants clearly leading the way.
1: So we've got a versatile McCaffey menu today. We're going to talk some footy, of course. We're going to talk some cricket. Kane's a bit fired up about Glenn Maxwell. One other thing I want to talk about is the comments made by Dana White, the UFC boss, on free speech, which is interesting timing, giving all our thoughts about Australia Day and whether Cricket Australia should celebrate it or not. When should we have it? What should we call it? It's a very polarising topic. And speaking of deep water, that certainly is that.
0: Well, this interests me because Warren Trejo, a former teammate of mine, weighed in on this as well on on social media and yeah, it's a it's a tough balance for Warren of course he's trying to get on the board at the moment that vote is is coming up essentially it's going to be between him and Bruce Abernathy and he's all for free speech and we've seen uh, his stances on a few things in, in recent years i wonder if that will get him into a tricky situation. So I want to discuss that as well. After Sounds
1: good in theory, in practice, I reckon far more difficult to navigate. Yeah. Plenty of tennis around John Millman. Of course, uh, we mentioned Brett Phillips as well. Stuart McSwain, a man that Kane knows very well. Certainly his feats as an Australian runner, a middle distance star, is all ahead of us. I've got plenty of questions that notice built up over a back catalogue of days. SEM Breakfast, powered by Kubota for more than 40 years, have been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. And don't miss your last chance to become a trailblazer. heavy name on the first ever Mavs game day dress. You become a member today. And head on over to melbournemavericks.com. Back with more SEM Brecky right after this. Breakfast on SEO. And just a reminder as well the Toyota Caller of the Year is back and it starts next Monday. It's your chance, of course, to win a 2024 Toyota Hilux GR Sport. And it's all thanks to Toyota. There's Toyota Hilux stock available now. Contact your local Toyota dealer today. And if you're thinking it's too early, Kane, to throw your hat in the ring for the call of the year. It's not because it turned out that last year's winner was the first caller of the year. Right? So it doesn't matter when you're nominated. You go into the draw and you get pulled out. So Monday, we're on. That's where we're game on. You could win the, you could secure your car there. Who knows? Amazing. Magnificent. I've got a um, 2010
0: Toyota Hilux. It was um, Lucy's brother who passed away. And so uh, we, we've got the car and I it's, They're the best. They're bulletproof, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. So if you can win a brand new one, GR Sport, if you don't mind... Uh, it, honestly, they last forever and, and mine is going going very strong. So great cars and, of course, Toyota have mm. Toyota Hilux stock in store right now.
1: Couldn't agree any more with you off the text. Adelaide is sensational, quiet, clean, stunning. Glenelg is top shelf, far, far better than this cooked dump that is Victoria. <laughs> and yes, I'm Victorian, says AG in Bendigo. I'm not sure where you are, came, but we had a nice ride from Glenelg down to Brighton on uh, just, Sunday morning. Yeah, was just a little there.
0: bit. A little bit further to Seacliff, so a yep. couple of k's from Brighton. Yeah, beautiful spot down there on the water. Stop stopping by. You didn't didn't see me running with my shirt off, did you? Oh, plenty of people were. <laughs> I was keeping an eye out for plenty. Of, as the what's rig's your, getting well, around on your the rules? water. What's your You got some dumb rule with Gary that you're not allowed to run with your shirt off unless <laughs> it's 45 degrees. <laughs> well, no. You, didn't, you, didn't you decide that?
1: If I, seen, if I had seen you, I would have given you the thumbs up and the tick <laughs> of approval because it was warm, as I say. And it's always warm in Adelaide. A beautiful down there on the water, though. Magnificent.
0: Are you going to mention fight night or not? Yeah, I can't. I, I can't believe
1: we've got. i we've gone I've just wanted 20, to keep you on the edge of your seat.
0: 28 minutes. One other and thing you I've seen.
1: Fight You're night. fighting <laughs> your Sunday Footy Show co-host Nathan Brown on Gather Round Eve. Is it April three?
0: What uh, are you thinking? It's, it's the Wednesday. Whatever date. I think that it's
1: is. April the third. How did you get roped into this? Oh, uh, and why? Well,
0: through a lot of persistence from a couple of people. Uh, said no probably 10 times because it's been we've talked about this before it's been bubbling uh, what
1: yeah, got you over there, the there line? was
0: one a couple of years ago that i said no to to, to to fight nathan brown and then this one came about and i said oh i appreciate it and a uh, bit of fun and, and good challenge but now nah, I'm, I'm okay and they just kept coming back and back and back and eventually i thought you know what it's a good challenge like i've done a do things physically. I cannot box. Like I've I've never put boxing gloves on hardly in my life other than when Mark Williams used to make us punch the lights out of each other after we had a bad loss on a Monday morning. So I've got no idea what I'm doing. So I thought, you know what, this is a good challenge. Um, I'll probably get it handed to
1: me, but I think I'm up for it. I reckon you're foxing because I've already seen you on the bag and no, I don't I know how box. much, now listen, I don't know how much training Nathan Brown does but I know how much you do. So I'm tipping all you have to do is just go the distance well, and he'll like, just
0: fall over. <laughs> well, I've, I've got the the only advantage I've got is the engine. So, I mean, boxing, as, as we've spoken about a couple of times, those sports that are sneaky hard, like really hard, boxing is definitely in that category. It's way harder than running or any other physical activity like mm. that. So, look, it's a good challenge. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. It's a bit of fun. Uh gather round was enormous last year. I think it's going to be even bigger. So I think there's a press conference today in Melbourne. There's a, I'll, I'll send you the press release. Dane Swan's fronting the press. Swanee uh, is today. fighting
1: his old teammate, Daisy Thomas. Swanee's in. Anthony Rocker is fighting Corey McKernan. Mitch Robinson's <laughs> fighting Kane <laughs> Pettifer. So it's a big card. But I want yeah. to know, have the texts already started between you and Brownie? Surely they no, have. Uh,
0: there was one group text that went on the Sunday Footy Show group that we've got. <laughs> and Lloydy just sent a screenshot of me boxing and said, geez, are you scared, Brownie? <laughs> <laughs> but can Brownie go in the ring? I think he goes okay. I actually think he's been training for a long period of time. I think right. he's got Harry Garside in his corner. So I
1: reckon he's going to go for a first-round knockout and you've just got to go the distance.
0: Oh, I've just got to dodge the big haymakers. I and, did.
1: Uh, I did see TJ Chompers last night on the news when Tom Morris was reporting this bout. And he said, smirk, he? Is it possible for a double knockout? <laughs> <laughs> Chompers. <laughs> Which I did laugh out loud at. He's,
0: fr- he's frothing over it. <laughs> TJ, can you imagine the content they're oh, going to get? We are going to get. About Sunday five Sundays show? will get generated oh, out of this fight. Well, and forever because they'll have the footage of the fight and no doubt. Well, this oh, is pressure. I will make myself look like a fool, and they'll be able to use that for for years to come. But anyway, it's what you do. And it's you're a gonna bit of fun. It's a good
1: challenge. Your first point of order is to come up with an intro song as well. You need a fight song, so put some thought into that as well. What should well, Kane? Oh, four, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, ask the question. Oh four double three well. ninety eight eleven sixteen. Uh, what should Kane enter the ring to? And it's important because it sets the tone. It sets the mood. It's your anthem, Kane.
0: Yeah. I, I... With the uh, dressing gown on, with the hood over, the lights are out. I'm going here for the lights
1: off, though. Just a spotlight, dark, moody. Here comes the volcano something. to a whole
0: heap of booze. It is going to heat, heat, heat.
1: Yeah, <laughs> not that, not that, but a bit of lava. Yeah, something with the volcano. The 40 Wings so 0433981116. They've got the all-new temper Pro. It's the most adaptive mattress ever, and it's right here. Temper a mattress like no other. 6.30 News is upon us. We're off to grab a cafe coffee.